Hi, I'm Leanne Blaney, adventure coach, speaker and award-winning author. Welcome to the Ignite Your Life podcast, where we are having conversations about what might be holding you back and how to move forward to achieve your dream life. Come along on a journey and set yourself up by having freedom in your choices, becoming grounded and centered and learn how to speak from the heart. For more information, go to leanneblaney.com. Let's ignite your life. Ben Coyle is known as the Gratitude Dude. After a commitment to post 365 gratitude posts, he is now heading towards a thousand social media posts, as in the process of writing a book about the effects of daily gratitude. He is an active bucket lister and bucket list coach, having just returned from riding motorbikes in Morocco prior to COVID. Hi, Ben. Welcome to the Ignite Your Life podcast bucket list series. Hi, Leanne. How are you? Good, good. I'm really excited to talk to you today about bucket listing and all things around what you do. But first, do you want to let our listeners know a little bit about you and what your story is and how you got to where you are today? Yeah, um, I suppose uh, naturally I've always done a lot of things in my own life. I sort of naturally go out and uh, do weird and wonderful things. And uh, uh, my journey led me to meeting um, the bucket list guy, uh, Trev Bell, at uh, one of his speaking, uh, speaking gig. And um, just got chatting and we sort of had a similar mindset. So I ended up, um, yeah, doing a few little, little uh, projects with him. And when he decided to go uh, put out his bucket list coaching program, I, I thought that's a really good fit. So I love getting out there inspiring people. Yeah, I love that. And I think that's why a lot of us bucket list coaches get to there. We want to inspire people. But a lot of us have been li- living that bucket list life but may not be calling it that. Is that what you've been doing as well? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I was fortunate to have some really cool jobs in in the past. Like I worked with what's what's now Border Force, but the Australian Customs Service. I was a drug dog handler, amongst other things. I did some really, really cool different things. I was uh, worked on the boats. Um, so I got a you know, boat license out of that and did a lot of heights and a lot of things that really challenged your fear. Um, climbing up sides of ships as I was moving and, and things like that. Um, I also started, out of that, started a, um, I did a lot of part-time different the courses and things and fitness and massage and it led me to opening funnily enough a cafe which i did, had no ex- business experience or never worked in a cafe either so with opening a cafe that must have been a bit of a fear was it like if coming from government i'm sort of like you i didn't know anything about opening my own business and it's been quite the learning experience yeah it was it was probably the one of the craziest things i've ever done because I mean, a lot of people see that uh, as something that, you know, it seems pretty easy just to get out there and talk to people and make coffee. But even coffee is a, a, a big skill. Like, um, it's really underrated. Uh, and you've got, obviously, everything to do with dealing with people and staff and, and the whole thing behind behind the scenes business. So, yeah, it was a very uh, naive thing for me to do, but very, very rewarding. I had it for about 18 years and I, I wrote a book uh, about how to start a cafe because I learned, I made so many mistakes doing it. So that's you know part of loving helping people, and uh, if I can save them the some of the pain that I went through, it's a great thing. Yeah, that's awesome. So you're also known as the Gratitude Dude. Do you want to tell us a little bit how you got to be known as that? Oh, well, that's that's in the book coming out actually. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I was walking. It was Australia Day one day, and I was walking on the beach where I live, and I live on the west coast of Victoria. Lucky to live in a place is very natural and uh i was walking on the beach and i actually posted on facebook about how grateful i was just because i had all this space to me it was a public holiday there was no one on the beach it was a beautiful day i couldn't work it out and i just posted how grateful i was to live in a safe country and all the things that we have here lucky to have in australia and then a friend of mine sort of said oh you should be grateful every day he just gone through a battle with cancer so it was you know saying we should be for grateful every day and i thought oh, okay 
It's a good idea. So I, did, I committed to doing 365 um, gratitude posts. Now, I forgot that I said it in a row because, <laughs> you know, you need a day off every now and again as well. But um, that's now become 853 gratitude posts. So I kept going after 365. And then I sort of started to realise the impact it's had on my own life. Yeah, it's, it's very interesting to, to – to, we've always about gratitude diaries and, and things like that. But to do it constantly every day, you're looking things things to be grateful for. And there are so many things to be grateful for. But it had a really good impact. So I'm putting that into a book to share with people at the moment. Oh, that'd be awesome. Can't wait to see it. Now, gratitude is a huge thing um, that goes hand in hand with bucket listing, isn't it? Because we know that when we start looking at bucket listing, we're looking at more that positive side of life. We're trying to bring happiness into our life because we're looking forward to things and having that anticipation of, you know, ticking things off our list and that. So I think having that gratitude as going hand in hand is actually awesome for the bucket listing. Yeah, hundred um, percent. I mean, what's life about? Once you've got certain things sorted, if you're lucky enough to have your, you know, your, your house, your cars, everything like that, it's, it's, I think life's about experiences. And um, and I mean, I know there's some been some studies and books written about uh, what's people's, um, you know, on on their deathbed, what's what's some of the things they regretted, and you know, worrying what other people think, and, and getting out there and doing more for themselves is is very um, prevalent in those those responses and i think that um what i love about bucket list coaching is that part of our program is to help people realize some of the great things they've already done in their part in their life so far and we forget that so and then it's about yeah ticking more off and and, and then you realize uh, especially with gratitude you, you you realize what a great space we are in when we can actually afford to go and do some of these things it's not all about travel too it's lots of little things like you know doing things for charity and as you know um yeah doing running running marathons and you know, whatever doesn't need a lot to do that. Yeah, I love how we have this bucket list blueprint, the My Bucket List blueprint that we work through in those 12 categories. Because as you say, when I talk to people, it's not just the travel that we're talking about. It's not adrenaline rush stuff necessarily, those big challenges. It is lots of the little stuff. And I think with your gratitude and and looking back over what we're grateful for life, it is the small things that add up truly to sometimes be better and bigger and life defining, I suppose, for you than the, the big things. hundred percent. Yeah. Um, I mean, one of my bucket list things I'm just, I haven't shared yet, but I, I was, um, I just built a veggie garden, my first ever veggie garden. It's COVID. It's a great time to do it. Um, I know nothing about growing vegetables. <laughs> I don't have any green fingers or thumbs. So yeah, I built my first veggie patch. Literally it's been planted. So hopefully looking forward to some some fresh veggies but that, that led me into also wanting to clean uh, eat clean for you know to it, bring that into my life and, and more natural things for health so one thing's led to another and um yeah some very simple things you can do that uh, that makes you feel like you're achieving your goals definitely and it's that snowball effect and i think even travis uh bell who i spoke to in a couple of episodes earlier he talked about that snowball effect too sometimes you the big stuff and it is too big and you can't even see your way getting there but if you just start small and get that momentum and it'll start snowballing and then you just feel like you're changing your life and and growing as a person yeah 100 percent. and and look when you do to do these programs and unfortunately they're i mean they're online at the moment um when i did a couple that were live with groups of people and when you share what people have done in the past it inspires you to think well i'd love to do that as well and people actually help each other uh, connect up to, to maybe check, you know they might want to go sailing or something and someone says oh, I've done that I'm part of this club or I want to do this and um, but some of the stuff people have done has been phenomenal I had one guy who was a professional wrestler and I wouldn't have wouldn't have a clue until we shared it in one of one of his achievements 
It's amazing the stories that come out, isn't it, when you run these workshops, whether it be the, the vision board type workshops or the life plans, that the stories that come out, what people have actually done and they suddenly realise, oh, well, I have done a lot of things and I have done different things and people go, oh, wow, I never thought of doing that. And I, I suppose to steal one of the things that Trav says is that we can copy, cheat, steal of other people if we are if it's of interest. And as you say, building that community of, oh, yeah, I want to do that. So going as a group, that can build the excitement and really change your life with not having to think that I have to do this by myself, but it can be a group thing as well. Yeah, and, and you know, and the great thing if you're in, in a group, uh, especially if you're, uh, say, a corporate group or a business, you know, group that have come together, um, you get to learn about what people have done in their past and then it sort of bridges the gap because a lot of people don't see eye to eye and they don't have, they've ever had that conversation that connects them. And some days someone say, well, I did this. And then I did that too. And, and uh, you know, then they create a common bond, which will help organisations run better together and, and a lot more, um, yeah, a lot more synergy um, in groups. And those conversations that we have with people, it's amazing, isn't it? Like, Because a lot of people go, oh, they'll share that they're going on a holiday or something, say, in 12 months' time, and you can feel the passion and excitement. And when we tell them, oh, well, you can have that all the time. You can have it like every day or every week if you've got things on your bucket list that you're constantly trying to tick off. And that actually gives people that common ground of saying, oh, what are you up to? You know, having better conversations and learning about the real person rather than just that work person too, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, and, and a lot of under, more understanding as human beings between each other, and, and also I can create good sort of team building exercises um, if you've got a few people have common goals that you, you learn about. So I think it's, yeah, it's got a lot of value there, yeah, for people uh, to, to to get to understand each other more. Now, some of the stories that you've heard, and that have you heard? Like, obviously, we talk to a lot of people about how we change their lives by you know thinking about the bucket list, but as we sort of talk about it's really just the filter is not changing your life it's actually looking at the positive side is looking at how you can actually change your life have you heard some stories where people have actually gone from really in that dark place to actually oh wow i'm changing my life because i'm actually got something to strive for yeah i've had, I've had people who and again through the group synergy i had someone who happened to be a, a mortgage broker and someone who'd never owned their own property and and help with their final financial planning and actually help them um, buy their first house. So that was just you know that was a random thing that someone said. That's one of my goals and my life goals is to to buy my property because I've never done that. And then just so happened she was an older lady too, and and another lady in the room was sort of come and speak to me afterwards and we'll, we'll help you and got, got her on the road. So that's a, that's a huge um, tick for somebody, um, especially when they're a little bit older. Uh, I've certainly had people who have done things, um, started businesses, um, put out ranges of gift cards that they've always wanted to do, but never did it. Um, yeah, just people stepping across the line because they just need that either that little bit of, little bit of either a push, bit of motivation, or sometimes just a bit of permission to say, well, you know, I can go and do this now. So yeah, it's yeah, awesome. So I love listening to the stories that come out. And you're right, it does give them that little bit of a push. Having someone there to be accountable to can actually give people that little bit of a the motivation to actually step outside that comfort zone to start thinking, oh, well, what do I really want to do? Oh, do I dare try it? Yes, I can because I've got that support behind me, which is why I love being a bucket list coach because you can be that support, you can be that accountability partner for somebody. Yeah, 100%. I mean, and you know, as a coach yourself, we 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 live by our own creed. So we, we get out there and we do it. And every week we do a bucket list, uh, try to do a bucket list item. And, 
you know, and they're not always something you can do straight away, but something you can move towards some, some of the bigger goals and, and let's go slowly. But, you know, like the other day we did one and um, it was to buy something special and I always wanted to buy a Vespa scooter. So I've actually gone ahead and purchased that um, secondhand one, which I pick up on, on Friday. And I had never, I've, I've been wanting one forever and I've never done it. And as a coach, I've got well, it's time for me to live, live up to what we say we do. So here we go. Beep, beep. <laughs> no, I love it. <laughs> I've been thinking the same thing because yes, I have been leaving a lot of uh, a lot of the items off my bucket list. But you sort of don't do them as often as you think you can. And being in these COVID times, it's actually been a good wake up call to think. Well, I can still do lots of things that are on my bucket list because you know if I want to take lessons, I've actually been. I've always wanted to learn how to read the tarot cards, so I purchased a course online from Udemy. And I've been doing that. And I'm thinking, this is fantastic. You can actually still be doing things off your bucket listing. Uh, even in times of restriction, you just need to refocus and look at, you know, even exploring your own backyard before you go out, you know, going yeah. overseas to give the overseas travel. Exactly. Yeah. And I suppose that's going to be more encouraged in these times, especially in, in, in probably most countries and certainly in Australia, where they're going to be encouraged to to uh, look around our own, like I said, our own backyard and, and see things that there's some absolutely amazing places to visit in our own country. Yeah, exactly. So let's talk about some of the adventures you've had um, that you've ticked off your bucket list because we were talking pre-recording this of things like, you know, marathons and things like that. So let's, how about we tell the listeners a little bit about what you have actually ticked off your bucket list? Well, yeah, like I said, some things you don't realise are on your bucket list until you've done, you've done them. So um uh, last couple of years I've run a marathon full marathon I hadn't run further than I hadn't even done a half marathon before I did that so that was something I always wanted to do um, I've written a book I've written a couple of books actually um, in the process of obviously writing another one um, I've run a, a business a cafe uh, arts venue as well uh, I've done some really interesting stuff with like I said my job with customs that was things that I hadn't planned but I got a commercial boat license through that I've just booked in for some skydiving coming up as soon as we get out of COVID. Yeah, there's just lots of just, it's just, uh, I've been to Machu Picchu in South America. I don't love travel. I love travel. I love um, just seeing different places and cultures. So, you know, I just got back from Morocco. I was riding motorbikes with sidecars, taking tourists around Marrakesh in, in Morocco um, pre COVID. And uh, yeah, I just traveled to Africa for the first time, West Africa. I was in Morocco, North Africa, but went down to West Africa. And uh, that was on the bucket list to, to Ghana and Ivory Coast. And uh, yeah, just getting around. I mean, I've got, uh, I've got a few, few to go. I've got a lot to go. And it's never, it's a, I feel like it's a, a living, breathing document that you can always, you're just always adding more and more. And, you know, it's, it's something you'll never, you never see the end of it, but. And that's a great thing about it too. It's just that you, you and doing the programs, you listen to people think, "Hey, I want to do that as well." Like today, someone said about doing a paddle, a paddling, a paddleboard competition. So I've added that to my list today. So one, one ticked off, one back on it. <laughs> and I love that because you know it is a living document. It is things like, oh yeah, you hear somebody has done something, think, yeah, I'd really like to do that. So you can add it to your bucket list. Because I have spoken to people and they go, oh, I think I've ticked everything off my bucket list. I said, really? There's nothing else you'd like to try, do, be, <laughs> learn at all? Because I said, I love to, to learn new things. I love to do new things. And I don't think I could ever stop doing that because I feel that my life would just shrink and become not as fun, not as exciting because I, I wouldn't be doing new things all the time. So I love to keep looking out. Like even in these COVID times, I've been 
researching a lot of stuff that's around my local area. And there's things I never knew were here. Like there's a butterfly house about half an hour up the road. And I thought, I've always wanted to go into one of those butterfly houses and be immersed with these beautiful butterflies going around me. So there's always things that you can do that can be on your bucket list and you just got to make the time for. Yeah, yeah, 100%. When I, when I was in Morocco, I, I left Anglesey, which got a lot of mountain biking and, you know, I live on surf coast and you sort of just realise how much stuff there is around locally that, you, you like I said, your local area that you, you, you could have done. And that was a sort of great when I got home, out on the bike. And, um, you know, that leads into my, some of my fitness goals as well. And, you know, it's just it's, it's, it's basically intertwining life with ticking your bucket list off. Yeah, definitely. And, and there's so many benefits to bucket listing, isn't there? Because I love the thought, well, you just mentioned physical goals, like, you know, you're getting fitter, getting healthier. They can be one of them. But there's so much more emotionally and psychologically that by just living your bucket list life can actually affect you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, me- meditating daily is one. When I mean, I've got uh, on my list also is, is yoga. I've done a bit of yoga in my time, but I could do one day I'd love to do a full yoga course. Um, but, yeah, to, to just practice yoga every day and that mindfulness because, you know, I mean, it's t- it is tough times. And I know a lot of people are going through tough times, especially if you're stuck alone in an apartment somewhere, uh, particularly where we are in Victoria, or I am in Victoria. You know, to practice those things now is, 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 is priceless because, um, yeah, we, it's, it's all part of our health. Exactly. And, you know, it is these times that we've had so much overwhelm, so much stress, so much more pressure put on people because it's, you know, they don't know how how to get out there and live their life because they're not sort of thinking, but they're too busy thinking, I have to get through each day. I have to do these things on my to-do list. They're not actually thinking about, well, what do I actually want out of life? And people really find that difficult to verbalise. Yeah. I mean, so, and, and some people aren't even aware of that. It's just, it's just uh, I run through life on autopilot. No, we're, I think we've all been guilty of that at different times of our lives. It's just um, at some point you, you realise that it's not just about, you know, doing your, doing your time at work and, and, uh, I mean, what are you working for? Like I said, once you've got the family and the, the home situation sorted, what, what are you actually working for to have those four weeks off? And then what are you going to do with those? You know, it's, a, it's really, I think that um, a full life is, is, is basically mixing it all up and integrating it all together. So Ben, it's been really good talking to you and I love talking about all these different adventures. Just tell us a couple of things that are on your list. I know you've mentioned that you want to jump out of a plane, which is not on my list. <laughs> I don't think I want to do that, which is great because we don't have to all be the same. We have these individual um, items on our list that, you know, we don't have to copy every single one, just pick up the ones that we'd love to do. What's sort of the next few things that you'd like, love to do? Well, like I said, I'm picking up my, my Vespa, which is ticking something off very present, which I was lucky to, to be able to do. But I've got a few things like they're, they're not all, you know, like one's to become fluent in another language. So, you know, I want to learn Spanish. So I'm, I'm working on that. I've got a couple of fitness goals to do with uh, flexibility and then dropping a few kilos. I love playing lawn bowls. So as soon as the Australian Open's back on, I'm going to join up to play in the Australian Open. Yeah, I mean, I've got travel goals, which obviously we can't do at the moment uh, to get to India. Um, one of my charitable goals is to help build a school somewhere for, for kids that need it. And, and since I can't do that, I've been donating a little money to a, to a company or an organisation that's actually doing it over in, uh, in Asia at the moment, in Cambodia. Spend some time with the elderly once we can get in and help. You know, obviously, that's been a big thing on the news. It's always it's been on my bucket list just to uh, spend more time with people who are maybe a little bit lonely. And, uh, yeah, that's a sort of... Pretty much, um, it's a few things on my list there. 
<laughs> it's like it's never ending and I'm looking at all sorts of things you know so um, publish my next book that's the that's probably the um, one of the things that I want to get done by the end of this year so I'll yeah. get that out there I think with the having the 12 categories and you know some of those being um, kindness to others uh, it's not just buying the things that you want to want travel as we've said in the ultimate challenges there's so much more isn't it that there's that help where you can help the aged that's what you want to do. I want to help the greyhounds. I foster a greyhound and I would really love to stop greyhound racing. So there's lots of things you could actually do that are on a bucket list, which is why I love having these 12 categories. So mm. thank you so much, Ben, for talking to me today. I love talking about bucket listing and I hope we've given some more ideas to people that they can actually get out there and start doing. If people want to, you know, if they're down in Melbourne or just in general want to find out more about you, where's the best place to contact? Uh, probably via social media through uh, um, the gratitude dude is is my uh, name in social media so i think on instagram it's the dot gratitude dot dude um yeah that's probably the the easiest place to find me message me through that and if they're interested in bucket list whatever but um yeah that's that's the that's the place i think it's the best spot excellent well we'll be looking for that especially for the gratitude dude thanks very much <laughs> thanks leanne Igniters, it's amazing how Ben combines his love of bucket listing with being the gratitude dude. Such great adventures he's had and so much more to have. If you want to find out more about Ben, check him out on social media as the gratitude dude. For more about the benefits of living the bucket list life, go to my website, leanneblaney.com.